0: Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com.
1: Hi guys, this is Amanda in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, I'm the one who called in a few months ago and rambled on for like 15 minutes about what it was like to live around Liberty University and then you played it on air and that was really embarrassing. But I was just, I was driving around just now in my own town and I was lost because as I've told you, Liberty is, you know, constantly, constantly, constantly building new buildings. And so there was some
0: construction and some detours. And it, it, you know, I knew this before, but it suddenly reoccurred to me that Liberty has their own police cars. And I've heard of like, I've heard of, universities having security, of course. But these guys actually have, like, sirens on their car, and they pull people over on the
1: highway, like the public highway. And they pulled me over, and I didn't actually get a ticket, but they really threatened to give me a ticket. And now looking back, I'm like, what the fuck is up with that? Like, for real. Is that legal? It can't be. It shouldn't be. Anyways, I love you both. Bye. Hey,
2: this is Tony in
1: Alabama. Blizzle-hizzle. You had Brian canker sore on talking about there's no gays in the sports world have you ever seen women softball or maybe ice skating and whatever happened to what the actual fuck conservopedia that's my favorite part of the show was bring it back
3: This is Cognitive Dissonance Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence To any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad It's skeptical It's political And there is no welcome, Matt This is episode 123 The Peter Bogajian Non-Spectacular Failure number two Oh man. <laughs> twice in a row. <laughs> Cecil, we have
1: tried. Three times? What are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Three times. We were supposed to have uh we were supposed to have DJ on twice in a row. Right. Failed. We had him on zero times in a row. Right. We That's know why we sh- next week we're having Sam Harris on. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> We would have better luck having Christopher Hitchens on. We're just, I'm, yeah, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna start naming people. It'd be like Carl Sagan's on in three weeks, because <laughs> it doesn't matter. We never get him on, right?
3: We may as well have fucking Martin Luther
1: King Jr. Yeah, exactly. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Abe Lincoln's gonna be on right after the beginning of the new year. Yeah, he's gonna come on for his fucking birthday. <laughs>
3: He and Kennedy are going to put their heads together for the show. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) It's good that Bogajian isn't on, though, to be honest. And the reason why is because, like I did with every other book in college, I failed to read his book all the way through yet, and I was going (laughs) to cram like last night into today. And when he said, you know, like when our, when our times just didn't meet up, I was like, Oh, well then great. See you next week. So I can wait until the sixth to actually <laughs> read his book. And then I'll cram the night before again. I was right at the end. like I could have it. Like
3: we, we realized it wasn't going to work out. And so, but I could have, like, I was like, Oh man, I only got like 15 pages left. Just set aside 10 minutes and finish the book, you know? But yeah, I was like, Oh, huh. Now I can wait till the 6-2. <laughs> and I want to point out, Cecil, that we are recording right now on Halloween.
1: And, on and, Halloween. And do you hear this sound? You hear that? Yeah, that's you getting fatter, right? That
3: is the sound right there. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, that's a Reese's? Yeah. Hang on oh, a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. That's my son's candy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it's a much better I will say this The sound of you eating that Reese's is a much better sound Than us eating the Twinkie that one time uh, I don't know if you remember when we had to eat the nasty stale Twinkies That was a horror show Those things, I mean God, I ate the those whole are, thing but it was disgusting You know when I was a kid those Twinkies fucking ruled They were awesome Oh yeah But but now I, I, I'm like This tastes like, it tastes like yellow tie number 5 <laughs> Like it's just like And a little bit of flour Like, it's really not a good food anymore. Everything about
3: it is greasy and sugary, but no part of it tastes good. Like, those are usually recipes for success. Think of other greasy, delicious foods. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, for example,
1: bacon dipped in maple syrup. Right. You know? (laughs) I was going to go with donut, but yeah, you're right. Sure. It's a staple,
3: you know? Yeah. It's greasy. It's salty. It's sugary. It's fucking amazing. A Twinkie? Yeah. Ugh. Not a good food. Twinkie is just... It, it's like it's like eating a fucking lubed dildo. It's fucking horrifying.
1: <laughs> I did I did deep throat it. You know, I mean I wound up I wound up getting it down there without choking, so
3: I was nervous about swallowing.
1: Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> actually- I rubbed I rubbed the cream filling on my face after um, I was done with it. So. There are too many there's too much analogous about a fucking
2: Twinkie. <laughs> He <laughs> really is too much. So I will ask you, everyone in the room, how many of you are normal Muslims? You're not extremist. You're not radical. This is normal Sunni Muslims. Please raise your hands. Everybody, MashaAllah. SubhanAllah. Okay, take down your hands again. How many of you agree that men and women should sit Separate. Please raise your hands. Sisters Everyone agree. Everyone agree. Brothers and sisters. Subhanallah. So, so in, it's not just these radical sheikhs then. Allahu Akbar. Next question. How many of you agree that the punishments described in the Quran and the Sunnah, whether it is death, whether it is stoning for adultery, whatever it is, If it is from Allah and his messenger, that is the best punishment ever possible for humankind. And that is what we should apply in the world. Who who agrees with that? Allahu Akbar. Are you all the radical extremists?
3: Subhanallah. In the vein of a bunch of dumb cocks, uh, our first story (laughs) is from MRCTV.org. Um, this is actually a video of an excerpt of a Muslim peace conference, um, which took place in Norway in March of 2013. Um, it turns out the Muslims are terrible at peace conferences.
1: Like they're no, they're awful. They're really good at conferences, you know, right? Because there's a lot of people there. Peace part. There was a there. ton of people there. It's the peace part. I think that they just don't get. Good
3: grief. They are just absolutely terrible at this peace concept, um, and it's, it's kind of a great story because it sort of perfectly illustrates the point that we were making last week, um, that Islam as a religion has violence embedded in it. It's just, it's just fucking part and parcel. Like If you're going to do Islam and you're going to do it um, from a fundamentalist perspective, from a I really believe this shit perspective— Um, there is a tremendous amount of inequality
1: and violence embedded in that religion. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the guy even comes out and says, you know, none of you are extremists. And and he's right. I'm sure the people in that audience are not extremists. They're not going to go out and, you know, they're probably not going to go out and hurt anybody. But those views are subjugating people in their culture. those views are hurting people in their culture. those views are the types of views that um, you know when they're talking about the death penalty, you know what I mean like like civilized society should even think the death penalty is a good idea right. period. You know, like, like we're moving past the idea that a death penalty is good because it, you know, and then and for all the reasons that we've mentioned, I'm not going to rehash all the reasons why the death penalty is not a good reason, good idea. If you want to find out about those, do a search for death penalty in our tags. I'm sure you'll find the show and listen to it. And that we, that's where we talk about the death penalty. But here, I mean, really, I think, you know, I don't need to make the argument that I say, okay, the death penalty is a bad thing. Death penalty is a bad thing, period. Um, and, and they're, you know, all the hands in the entire audience go up when he says, you know, do you think that we should be following the punishments that are put forth in the Quran? And, you know, and everybody's raising their hand and they're all raising their hand because they're all in one big, large group. You know, everybody is in this. I mean, if you didn't raise your hand in that group, everybody's looking at you. Like, why are you not with the rest of us? Sure. You know, burn the witch. You know, to some
3: degree, it's a trick question, Right it's it's you know hey do you not you know do you believe cuz it's a path it's a garden path you're easily led down you know do you believe in the quran oh yeah i believe in the quran do you believe you know that everything Allah said in the quran is truth do you believe that you know if you believe that then you believe these punishments well how are you supposed to respond differently are you supposed to be the person there who's like oh yeah i believe in the quran marginally i believe in the quran Somewhat, I believe in the cran. I believe in
1: the cran metaphorically,
3: but, but I think that the next thing is you can't sit
1: there and say I believe in the cran moderately. No, I, it's, I think it's hard. I think it's I think it's very difficult to have a, a a a book that is that is telling you to you know subjugate you know half your population to you know injure people when they do like when they steal cut off their hand bullshit like right. that. You know, it's hard to it's hard to. You know, take that in a half measure, you yeah, know? What's well, the half yeah. measure, right? Like, I don't know. I like, caught off my pinky or something <laughs> instead of my whole hand. Like, I mean, I don't know. We're just going to boil your hand. Like, that's
3: what we're going to do. I mean, seriously, like, the punishments are so insane and they're so, like, unbelievably aggressive. There's no moderating it. It's not, it's not like, well, we're going to give them some lashes. Oh, well, okay. That could mean one or a thousand, you know, instead it's like, we're going to hit them with rocks until they die. Oh, can we scale that back to what? Hit them with pebbles until they die? So this next story comes from the New York Daily News. Kuwait developing gay detector test to keep LGBT expats out of Gulf countries. See, so they're actually building a gaydar. Like, they have watched so much Will and Grace over there on reruns (laughs) that they think gaydar is a thing you need to assemble. Like, can you see them sitting over there? Like, they all say they have gaydar. We don't have the gaydar. We must build the gaydar. How will we know?
1: What I what I see it as is like they have they'll have a guy standing there and his pants won't match his shirt and then somebody'll be like I'm sorry <laughs> those do not match and they they're like that guy's gay get him out of here or they'll have like off color drapes or something and then the guy just see, sees it and he's like I'm sorry I don't like those drapes <laughs> get him out of here quick put a put a stamp on his passport that he can't come in here cuz he's gay. You just like a rainbow stamp yeah. on your passport. Rainbow <laughs> stamp. <laughs> they put a little sticker on it. This
3: this individual is not approved for the following countries. All of the Middle East. You know, as if. Yeah. And the thing that cracks me up about this is as if there's this great flood of homosexual tourism to Middle Eastern countries. Right? as Like, what are you keeping out? That, that'd be like me, like, figuring out a way to, like, oh, man, I've got to do something to keep the giraffes out of my house. I've got to do something. I have never had a single giraffe in my fucking house. That doesn't mean it right. can't happen
1: tomorrow. It's Tom. like,
3: it's fucking bear patrol, dude. It's fucking bear patrol. It
1: it's, it's a rock to keep away tigers. That's what it I
3: mean, is. if you're homosexual, you're not going to purposely go to Kuwait. And you're certainly not going to be out right. while you're there. You would be the fucking fucking you I would be fucking a woman as I went through fucking customs. <laughs> I would have fucking like. That's
1: a gay man. I, you're just like you're watching straight porn the entire yeah, like, time. Google you're in Glass, Customs. so nobody can see what's going on. And, you know, uh, the, the only like,
3: I would have like seven women. Like, I would just be fucking covered in women. They'd be like, "Do you have anything to declare?" Yeah. I'd be like, "I
1: fucking declare <laughs> that I am
3: covered in bitches." That's what I declare.
1: I declare that there's a woman filleting me under a- my fucking robes right now. I like this it says in Kuwait anyone under the age of 21 who engages in homosexual acts can be thrown in prison for up to 10 years what if you're over 21 then they just throw your head into prison the rest of you they just they deport <laughs> they deport you into a shallow right. grave <laughs>
3: what, what the fuck this is crazy they're building see if they're fine. I read this and I'm like just call first of all I'm like just call it gaydar just Just go straight up and call that shit gaydar. And then what would the test, like, how would you test for the gays? Like, you're going through security and, like, you take off your shoes and, like, okay, there's no bombs in your shoes. And then, like, they, like, shake out, like, baby formula. Like, okay, the baby formula isn't really fucking dynamite baby formula or whatever. (laughs) And then, like, what? They, like, show you, like, images of, like... Hot women or something, and they like, uh, and
1: they like pat you down like right after, like ah, oh, he's got a chubby, he's good to go through. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's right. He's half aroused. He's ready to go. Yeah, I think they just show you images of like two really nicely decorated room and one that's not so <laughs> nicely decorated. Which and if you're a dude, you just look at it, you're like, I yeah, don't right. know, there's, none of them. There's like a Whatever. fabulosity scale that you have to. <laughs> fabulosity. <laughs> That came off wrong, because I said if you're a dude. Like, right. gay guys are dudes, and they're not all fucking interior decorators <laughs> now, either. That's no, a joke, Cecil, because you
3: said it in a joking fashion, people are going to think that you really believe it. that.
1: Because Everybody's like, hey, man, all gay people are fucking interior decorators, you know. It is altogether right to
3: discriminate against homosexual behavior. I'm arguing that it's time that we as conservatives, that we rehabilitate the word discriminate that we reclaim it that we dust it off and that we use it and that we use it unapologetically and i believe we need to begin to say look it is altogether right for a rational culture to discriminate against homosexual behavior so this next story comes from buzzfeed discredited u.s anti-gay activist addresses russian parliamentarians over family values Family Research Institute founder Paul Cameron reportedly tells Russia's Duma that one-third of LGBT people support pedophilia. Uh, what? So this guy, this is like one of those guys <laughs> that he's he's been discredited so thoroughly here that he has to go fucking blather his jabber in Russia. Russia has become like... The Eastern European Uganda, like it's it's now become like the home for the right wing Christian nut jobs to export their hate. And yes, I cannot understand how after fucking nearly 50 years of spite and vitriol and distrust that the U.S. and Russia engaged in, how all of a sudden Russia has
1: become the poster boy for Christian morality. The reason why we are such a Christian nation, the reason why the nation is such a, you know, has been pushing towards being a Christian nation for so many years, is because of the godless communists, right? Right. I mean, the reason why right. is because they they were the reason why we we thought, you know, we're you know we're Christian and we're you know we have God on our side and yada 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 and whatever else we said back then, you know, to try to get people that were sort of, you know, maybe you're not with us. Uh, you know we're going to try to get with you with us any way ideologically that we can. Yep. So whether it's nationalist or religious or whatever it is, we're going to get you with us. And now we're like chummy chummy with mm-hmm. them. We're all like, hey, no, they're good. That's a good idea. They should, we should all hate gays. It's such a strange, it's such a strange sort of mix of people. And, and the, the you know, this, this thing that happened, this guy who shows up, he's discredited. He's the guy who like, He's the guy who says shit, like crazy shit, like, we're, oh yeah, basically 27% of, homo- of homosexuals engage in sex with children. And you're like, that's not a true statement. That's, right. You just made up those numbers. You'd be like, 55% of them will explode in the next minute. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, all of those things are wrong. You're just not, a, you're not saying truthful things, but it doesn't matter if they would have talked to a single person about it. You know, and said, hey, the Family Research Institute, you know, we're going to have that guy talking. If they would have talked to one person, which you know that they fucking know who they got. Right. They would have been like, um, that guy is not a person who says factual things. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. No, but instead it's just like, this, this guy's tweeting and quoting him. And his quotes are crazy. He And I'm going to read his tweets. And these are translated tweets. Um, he cited statistics of a survey of homosexuals. 27% engage in sex with children from 15 to 18. 15% with children under 15. 32% think such sex is okay. No, that's... I mean, fucking 32% think that sex is okay? I know more than three gay people. One of them is not a pedophile. Right. <laughs> this is something like this is like such interesting to st- statistics. The question is, should we give children away to be adopted by single-sex families? Well, fucking, you already don't, asshole. Uh, yeah, that question's fucking. Uh, you fucking already an answered. answered that. And then he says, for right. me, the answer is obvious. Comrade Cameron is even harsher. He says we should ban those who openly promote their homosexual orientation from. Uh, from teaching children in schools, a hawk. And I'm thinking this, you people, y- y- you fucking deserve everything you get. If you fucking believe a-, a fucking shred of what this idiot has to say. You know, the only thing
3: that's encouraging, the only thing that's encouraging about this, and it's an extremely nationalist view that I'm taking right now is that at least these radical shitheads have to go elsewhere with their message like, their message is so unwelcome here. It's unwelcome in Western Europe. It's un- I mean, it's unwelcome in most developed countries that they have to export this to, I mean, frankly, to Russia, which, you know, I'm not saying Russia is a third world nation, but it's a nation – you know, ruled by a bunch of, you know, crazed oligarchs for the most part. Yeah. It's I mean, that place has just gotten It's like the fucking Russian mafia runs the whole place. I know it's I mean, that place is fucking out of hand in every way a place can be out of hand. Like so that they have to export this bullshit. Um, I find that encouraging. I really do. It's like, cause it's like, it has no home here anymore. It has no place to th- to thrive and survive here any longer. And it did just a couple of decades ago. Sure, just a sure. few decades ago, this guy was a thing. Like this dude is a thing. Now he has to get on an airplane and freeze his fucking dick off in Russia <laughs> to spout his hate.
1: Your dick. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. What's happening now? We work hard. We
3: play hard. You know, and I say that, but then this next story from theadvocate.com fucking immediately contradicts me. Um, Anti gay pastor claims LGBT parents are like toddlers who want to drive cars. An anti-gay pastor from Illinois claimed LGBT couples who wish to marry and raise a family are like five-year-olds who think they can drive cars. I take exception to that. I've been letting my child drive since he was five. He's mostly fine. Someone's got to drive when I've been drinking. Absolutely. And
1: I've got to do the responsible thing. Or when thing. you're nappish. You right? know what I mean? Like, I mean, come on. Like, I'm not going to just get in the car and drive while I'm sleepy. You don't want me behind the wheel. <laughs> I mean that would be fucking irresponsible. <laughs> you have literally fallen asleep behind the wheel before. I have. I've fallen asleep behind the wheel a couple of. I fell asleep behind the wheel and hit a truck. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah, we're making it sound like truck. it's way different than it was. You've fallen asleep at intersections with your foot on the brake. That's true. <laughs> and you yeah. hit a truck at about a mile an hour. About a mile an hour, yeah. which is why I'm still alive.
3: Right. Right. Yes, but I have fallen asleep driving. A number of times. Which is, if I had a five-year-old in the car, fucking problem solved. Yeah, just let him
1: climb over you. Put it. You know they have those little booster seats for a reason.
3: But you know the thing is that you cannot fall asleep in a car with a five-year-old because you can't fucking relax for even one fucking second <laughs> if you're in a car <laughs> with a five-year-old. It's not it's not a thing you can do because you're fucking singing ABC songs or you're fucking making up stories about like flaming giraffe superheroes or something. like there no, there's no sleeping when you have a five year old in the car unless they're sleeping, in which case everybody wins.
1: <laughs> but anyway, this idiot, this fucking idiot. I like this guy. I think, you know, I think if he's gonna represent Illinois, this is the guy you want to back. He can't get his... I mean, this guy, he couldn't fucking find his ass with two hands. You know what I mean? Like, he really is not a bright dude. I love what he has to say here. He says, well, we'll have five-year-olds who think they can drive cars, but the reality is there's a certain way that things are structured. There's a male lion and a female lion. I'm thinking, what happened to the kid driving a car? Like, what is he in? Is he suddenly in Jurassic Park or something? Like, driving around? Looking They're at testing the, the fences. <laughs> like, what is happening? There's a rooster and a chicken. And biology tells us that w- that, that was ordained. And for us... To have this conversation while the state is $100 million in debt, our nation is $16 trillion in debt, we have children being murdered every day. I think the politicians have a lot more on the table that need to be addressed other than uh, what two adults do in their bedroom and I'm thinking exactly the the thing is is that there's a lot more important things to worry about than what two adults do to each other so right. let's strike down all the laws that prohibit them from doing things to each other you fucking fool Fucking, I'm with this guy so
3: far right Yeah. like he's crazy as a shithouse rat in the whole first seven eighths of his jib jab But then at the end, it's like, well, what do we care what people do in the bedroom? It's like, "Hmm, you know, I don't. You clearly have given this too much thought, but I don't. Um, But then later, Cecil, later he just contradicts himself. Sure. Like he totally, he says, our nation is not built on the strength of its army or its finances, but what goes on in our living rooms? What? Well, so I guess you can't have, you can't have gay sex in the living room. That's what I get from this. Like you can't have gay sex in the living room.
1: Our, our nation is 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 founded on like what happens in our living room. So like a bunch of people watching like fucking Snooki and Jay Wow. Right. <laughs> no kidding. It's like, that- like oh great. That's what our nation's founded on. <laughs> our Whoa. nation is founded on being fat
3: and not wearing your pants. Yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> Like, that is what I mean, our.
1: Whose father didn't walk around in their underwear? You know what <laughs> I mean? It's just like, my dad used to walk around in his tidy whiteys all the time. And he'd be like, Dad, I have people. I'd be like, So what? I'm in my underwear. Fucking <laughs> like, my house. It's my house. I'm allowed to walk around in my underwear. Whatever. I've, I'll
3: take my fucking garbage out in my underwear. I don't care.
1: <laughs> I walk around all the time in my underwear. And I live on the fifth floor of a building in Chicago with huge windows. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Look over here. What do you want? They're lucky I show up to work wearing pants. <laughs> that's it. Are
0: you There's are like kidding a certain
2: me?
1: part of your life where you stop wearing pants. You're just like, I don't want to wear pants right. anymore. <laughs> They're like the it's like the it's how you know you're home for the evening. Yeah. Exactly. Like, cuz that shit is like
3: that's the excuse too. You're like Something will happen and be like, yeah. Oh, you want to run out? You'd be like, I am not <laughs> I wearing wear my pants.
0: pants on. I yeah. did it
3: to
1: Sarah all the time. She'll be like, Will you take the garbage out? I'll be like, My pants are off. She's like, You just walk in the door.
3: <laughs> yeah, Colleen will do that. She'll be like, Yeah, can, can you run out to the grocery store? Be like, uh, I'm not wearing pants. As if it's an unsolvable problem. <laughs> right? no, As if it's totally... like, you know, w- What do you want me to fucking lift up the pyramids? <laughs> it's I, like.
1: Until you want me su-
3: to smash atoms together to put these pants back on? Until the sun comes up on the morrow, woman, um. I am not wearing pants. <laughs> if I had to take my wife to the emergency room in the middle of the night, I wouldn't wear pants. They would think something was wrong with me. Yeah, like, I don't blame one bit. we need to admit. You'd be like, no, my wife is saying, like, sir, we <laughs> are admitting you, too.
2: In the name of Jesus, we speak that. Oramana Ramana
3: and this comes from telegraph.co.uk. North Carolina church plans Halloween Bible burning. Mark Grizzard. The pastor of Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Canton, North Carolina, says that he and his congregation plan to burn Bibles on Halloween. But Cecil, not just any Bible. The one that they'll spare is the uh, King James Version. Because that's America's Bible. What? That's America's Bible. It's the only true, inerrant word of God. (sighs) Prior to that, prior to King James commissioning it to be written... Right. Clearly there was no inerrant word of god.
1: <laughs> I love that it's like it's not like the oldest bible ever right. translated. It's not like the first version of the bible. It's not it's not the best. It's not, you know, disputed by scholars to be the best version. Instead it's just like, yeah, that's the one we use. Right. He's just basically like, well, I read that one. Right. You know? Well, it's like it's like it's like I love my country. Well, you're like you don't have a choice. Like you were you weren't born anywhere else. Yeah. Exactly.
3: You know, this is, this is the same thing as fucking being excited that the weather is nice. Yeah, You're like, man, see that weather? <laughs> Look at that weather. You dog. You're out like that there weather. Okay. What did you have to do with it? Oh, man. I
1: prayed about it. That weather sure is pretty.
3: I mean, what the fuck, dude? You're, and he's going to burn a bunch of other Bibles? Because he says the other Bibles are satanic. Do they differ that greatly that the, that Satan is like? Oh, I am gonna change this word here. Right? He's got like his fucking magic marker and his whiteout. It's
1: fucking arts and crafts day in hell. There's <laughs> of their sticker books out. They're like they're fucking scrapbooking the Bible. They're making origami stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like souls burning origami. I don't know how you fold that. Right. It's a difficult. Hitler, stop
3: making paper cranes! Damn it, we have work to do.
1: <laughs> I guess. I don't care that he's burn I mean, like to me, it's like, whatever you burn in Bible. Like, it's like those people who are like, you know, when they burn a Quran, they like kill him or whatever. Like, I don't care, burn whatever you want. But you know, the idea here, it, you know, the reason why you're burning it, they say, you know, like he wants to make sure that they're not satanic. I, I'm, I'm sure I've told the story before, but there was a guy who I used to work with who used to tell me like, and he said it on many occasions, if it's not Jesus Christ, it's, it's the devil. So he literally thought that <laughs> anything that wasn't the Bible was the devil. So I remember I was reading a Buddhist book, and he was like, oh, that's the devil. And you're just like, they don't even fucking think there's a devil. He's like, that devil, that's not a real thing to them. Like, nope, that's the devil. Okay, well, your mythology doesn't fit here, dude. What about shit that happened before the Bible? That's the devil
3: before this fucking devil when he was OG. like. Oh, gee. <laughs> what? Od. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is just so crazy, and it's like you're. I've always, I've always found it amusing that you're going to use
1: fire to get rid yeah. of the devil, right? The devil, like, yeah. That's a good way to do it. You're gonna. I mean, that's like, like inviting
3: like, an Eskimo into your igloo as fucking punishment. You're like, come on in. Here's like some throw, ice water. <laughs>
1: like, it's like throwing uh, bra Rabbit into the fucking briar patch, or whatever. You're just like, yeah, well, don't throw me into the briar patch, <laughs> whatever you do. Yeah, right. Oh, okay, well, yeah. By the oh, way, no, that's gonna suck. So we're gonna take a break and uh, give you some information on how to contact the show and uh, how to rate us on various things like iTunes and other things. And by the way, here's another thing. I might as well talk about it now instead of later. Uh, if you are listening to us on Stitcher, maybe give us a rating there too. you know if you, I know that there's a lot of people who have us on their playlist in Stitcher. if we happen to be on your playlist and you think it's worthwhile they they have ratings now. So you can give us a rating and give us a give us a review. Um, and if you listen to us on iTunes, we appreciate all the reviews that you give us there that helps us, helps our rating out. so thank you. Um, but here's some other th- ways to get in touch with us and then we'll be back after that.
0: Want to get in touch with the show? Send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google Voice at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit DissonancePod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, glory hole. You fucking rock.
3: So this one comes from The Raw Story. Christian activist warns Obama turning us all into pro-gay European zombies. Um, I'm halfway there. Because I am pro gay, but I've yet to become a European zombie. I do wonder, though, Cecil, how America would turn into a European zombie. Do we have to renounce
1: our citizenship and join the EU? Oh, it works! Before we zombify, I'm afraid. Maybe we start just start using the euro. Maybe we just <laughs> just, I just get rid of all of our dollars. And the people in the US are using the Euro right? for currency. <laughs> <laughs> they're just walking around with Euros, confusing everybody as to the exchange.
3: Like but they're what zombies so the they're fuck? not able to like articulate yeah. the problem because they're fucking yeah. zombies. So just like Sure. Ero. Like, I don't know what <laughs> the, the- you want, a, you want a gyro?
1: Yeah. You want a gyro? Do you want that with like tzatziki fucking, sauce? Like a fucking lamb with the pita bread? Is I that what you're talking about? do some fries. Gyro. <laughs> Why are you saying gyro? A gyro. You already have one. What do you want, a churro? What do you want? Pro-gay. But what? <laughs> Thanks, Obama. She's basically talking about that the people in the public square over there. They're not a healthy society because when you start walking around a public square, nobody talks to each other, and that's what they do in Europe. That's what she's afraid of: people not talking to it. Like what? Gays aren't friendly? I I don't like. R- is that what we're talking about here? Well, I mean, you know the you know the grand stereotype
3: of the quiet homosexuals. Yeah, it's not a thing. I also <laughs> wonder too, like uh, the because that quote. Um, because when you go start walking out in the public square, nobody talks to each other. That's what they do in Europe. That's just not true. Like, public squares encourage communication. Like, people walk places in Europe. Like, Europe is more walky. We're more drivey here in the States. Like, you may have noticed. Like, if, if any, if between the two, if anything is going to be more insulated, like, I I wake up in the morning, what do I do? I wake up, I walk to my driveway, immediately get in my car. I drive my car immediately to the place of destination, get out, walk in, sit down, that's it. I have no opportunity. But, like, if you are, you know, I don't know, European and you're probably taking public transportation or walking or... Like, your opportunity to intermingle with other people is increased a brajillion-fold, it doesn't. It doesn't like everything about this. Just it doesn't make any sense at all. And like Europe is full of zombies. What the fuck are you talking about, woman? <laughs> Europe
1: isn't full of zombies. Now North Korea may be full of zombies. We don't yeah, know. No, we, we can't we get in know. there. But you we don't know. know. Yeah, and that's fair. But they. You know, the other part that she talks about here too is she starts talking about how Obama is like basically attacking the Christians. In this country, and how he's done so much damage to the Christians, and and I and I keep wondering. I'm like, what what has he done? What what he? I mean, he's he's barely been on the side of homosexuals when he struck down Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And you're like, okay, well, what else? Right. Well, DOMA. Um, Right. The Defense of Marriage. Like, so. But other than that, I mean, and they're only focusing on this tiny little piece of you know of the of the Christian doctrine, which is you know not completely uh, you know, cross spectrum over all Christians. There's some Christians who believe that you know, being homosexual is just fine. There's many Christians who believe that. There's some who don't. but that's not I mean that you know when when they're saying that they that the Christian community is being damaged here, like, okay, well, a small sector or a, 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 maybe even a large sect of the Christian community disagrees with one thing that he did, right. Isn't your isn't your ideology greater than that one thing? No. There's nothing left for them to hold on
3: to, Cecil. What left do they have? This I like I was I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you know what's what's sad is this is their rallying cry. This is it. This is the this is their this is their rallying point. And if this doesn't work, then what's going to end up happening is the the christians as a group are going to realize that they are a disparate number of sects that are broken up and have competing beliefs and they won't be able to act politically as one i think this is the like this is the issue that they have to get behind and act politically as one to succeed at because if they can't succeed here than all of the many dozens of things that divide them. I mean, like, the last idiot who's going to burn the wrong Bible? Like, there's no agreement. Just because you're a Christian and the next guy next to you is a Christian doesn't mean that you agree on, I mean, much of
1: anything. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, not necessarily agree on anything. There
3: might be tremendous disparities between you know, your sect of Christianity and their sect of Christianity. Just look at immigration
1: in comparison to the sects of Christianity. Right. I mean, like, there's some people on one side of, of, you know, Christianity, you know, that are just totally 100% against the the way in which our country handles immigration and thinks that they should, they should be lowering the standards and allowing amnesty and allowing, you know, all this. And then the other side is 100% diametrically opposed to them. And I mean— and, in a way that's terror. And they both believe in the same guy. Right. So this is it. Like,
3: I really think that. Like, I think this is the thing that they have to mobilize behind. If it, and if this fails, then the cohesiveness that defines their religiosity as a political force collapses. But only in the last 5, 10, 15 years has bullying become such a big issue. And folks, the whole bullying idea is built around the homosexual agenda. To try to get people not to, to, uh, to criticize or make fun of or poke fun at homosexuals. That is the whole genesis of the no bullying. That's where it all came from. So this fucking guy, this is from Right Wing Watch. Daubenmire, not allowing Christians to bully gays is a form of bullying against Christians. First of all, this guy, says it says coach in quotes. Um, yeah. Before his name here, so Coach yeah. Dave Doobenmeyer, this guy does not look like he could coach anything.
0: <laughs> he
1: looks like he has had his fair share of bratwurst. Yeah, That's this all I'm is saying. right. He's like one of those
3: Dubs bears. Yeah, he's the coach. Right, is what he is. <laughs> right. He's. I, I was surprised he wasn't fucking pounding on his own chest uh, in the middle of this fucking insane rant of foolishness. Um, He's he he rants against bullying, basically saying that um, if Christians can't bully other kids, first of all, the kids that are not getting bullied will grow up to be bigger sissies because bullying makes you tough. That's that's one of his arguments here.
1: Uh, what, uh, wait, what?
3: Yeah, bullying makes you tough. It and he also he's also against keeping your kids from being psychologically damaged. He actually says that in his rant. He's like, we're trying to make sure that these kids don't take any psychological damage. I'm trying to do that. Like, I don't. Like, I like. Think about it. If you had a car, right? You wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I crashed my car into a fire hydrant and made it tougher. Like, no, it made your car dented. It made it
1: tougher. <laughs> <laughs> like, you went right and <laughs> like, the like, it's <laughs> like brushing its shoulder off. Like what, what, what you got for me, fire hydrant? Like the steel
3: is like stronger steel when it's done. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck oh yeah. you. Yeah. uh. Like every car is Christine. Right. I was I a sedan and now I'm a fucking Bigfoot.
1: what that's just not a thing that happens Uh, what what is happening with this this guy you know the idea the idea that you're going to tell your kids not to bully is not a new goddamn idea right i remember being a kid and having my dad give me a talk about being a bully like you shouldn't do that sort of thing i remember like the bully was like a story that he told us a story about how there was a bully in his school and how the bully bullied people. And how that's a bad thing. Right. I remember him t- like he, I remember these sto- this is like fucking oral tradition from my father, for <laughs> crying out loud. And I know I wasn't the only one who got the bully talk. Right. Don't be a bully. Or stand up to the bully. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Look, the, the idea that we're, we're coming down against bullying is not a fucking new thing. This has been happening for ages. It's been happening since there have been bullies. People have been saying that bullying is bad. Why is it that this guy's like, oh, well, we shouldn't be telling kids this stuff? And, and, you know, and then his other argument is that,
3: well, if a Christian wants to bully a kid and make fun of them. Right. And it comes from a a sincerely held religious belief. Absolutely. Then that's legit. Like, as long as I really believe, you know, no fat chicks. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. I mean like just to just to, like there's, there's say no some like just to say something fucking mean like just to say something mean-spirited and evil like as long I can say any fucking mean-spirited, small-minded, fucking ignorant bullshit that I want as long as it as long as I sincerely believe my own mean-spiritedness Sure so like if you really truly hate
1: Jews Right, right. You're allowed to say oh, fucking I hate Jews right. Right. You're allowed to say, and you're allowed to look at that person and be like, I hate you and I hope you die. Yes. Because you are a Jewish. Because you're a Jewish Jew. <laughs> that is why I hate you. That's why. Here, here is my treatise,
3: sir. On, the, <laughs> on why. <laughs> yeah, see if you could follow me here. <laughs> yeah, this this guy, who's, well, the first thing I'm thinking is like, who is your fucking target audience? When you show up to make your fucking $3.5 YouTube video with your uh, Sony Handycam wearing a fucking News with Views shirt and your fucking Jesus baseball cap, because fucking Jesus played baseball? I don't know. The
1: sun sun was in his eyes up on the crucifix? I don't know if you see, but it's an angel's cap. Is it? No, I don't know. I'm just saying. For a minute, I was (laughs) like, wait, that sounds like that's something. It could be. It could be an LA Angels cap. Oh. No, it's got a cross. I thought on it, it I did. Like, I thought it did. I just pray over this equipment. We speak over the PowerPoint presentations, the, all of the video projectors,
2: and we we'll say, Devil, we know what you love to do in meetings like this. And we say, you will not, in Jesus' name, you will not prevent this message from going out.
1: No microphone problems, in Jesus' name.
3: So this story comes from the Contributor. Uh, Virginia GOP candidate warns that yoga leads to Satan. Okay. Uh, E.W. Jackson, the Virginia GOP candidate for lieutenant governor, among other things, he thinks yoga can open individuals to Satan, says God created the Tea Party, and that he'll stop blessing the military because of gay rights. Uh, fuck, what? Where do you start with this guy? As a man who has done yoga... Um, recently, like like five days ago, I don't feel any more satanic. I feel sweatier and yeah. l- l- slightly more
1: agile. Yeah, <laughs> Like that is what you feel at the end. Like you've not more satanic. Well, the reason why he's saying the satanic thing is because when they do this yoga thing, the purpose of such meditation is to empty oneself. Uh, And Satan is happy to invade an empty vacuum of your soul and possess it. I'm thinking, when I do yoga, I'm not emptying myself. I'm thinking, fuck, I'm gonna fall. Fuck, I'm gonna fall. Fuck, I'm gonna fall. Fuck, I'm gonna fall. Have you? That's what I keep thinking. What
3: part of fucking yoga is meditation? Yoga that I, the yoga that I've done is like, okay, now you are a fucking pretzel. Wrap your pretzel (laughs) in fucking. Create a mustard (laughs) jar with your arms. Dunk yourself and eat yourself. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? That's not meditation. That's the least no. relaxing thing I've ever done. I've had yeah. fucking root canals that were more
1: relaxing than fucking yoga. <laughs> and doesn't he look like he's doing the, like the backwards facing warrior anyway in this image? Like isn't he not isn't like a yoga pose he's doing here. And and you know, let's stop. Let's stop getting down on yoga because we have only have yoga to thank for yoga pants. That's and we should be thanking it every goddamn day we I'm can. I'm thankful every Sunday, at the very least. Oh, goodness
3: gracious. Every Sunday, I'm thankful what for What are we thinking pants. here? Yeah, I mean, I wear a nice pair, uh, or two. Oh. It's really more two pairs I've stitched together. It's yeah. actually a boat tarp. <laughs> Who am I kidding? It's a boat tarp. It's just a, it's boat, a boat tarp. It's
1: a boat tarp. It's a boat tarp with a big pin. <laughs> they have to weld that thing shut. This guy is full of crazy though. He's got a Tea Party. You know, he's talking about the Tea Party being created by God. Yeah, God. You didn't know that? Yeah, God created uh, the Tea Party. He's actually
3: a big contributor to certain uh, super PACs. Yeah, he just God <laughs> loves political action committees because I give ten percent of my salary every week. Yeah, I would just, I would just decide for y'all, but that's not how you set your system up. I mean, I know I've got all the power, but I got one vote. It's a two-party system. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking crazy thing to think that God created a political party that so far has done nothing but fuck shit up. Like, it's its not been effective in getting shit done. All the Tea Party has been effective in doing is being a bunch of obstructionist assholes. Like, right. that's it. it. D- yeah. So God is an obstructionist asshole. Like if God exists, he's in American
1: Congress. And it's, and it's weird too, because they're, they're all, they all seem to be obstructionist, but they all seem to have like different reasons for what they do. Right. They're like all this disparate sort of reasons why they're doing the things they're doing, but they're all just being disruptive and stupid. Yeah. It, 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 there's no part of like, you know, the
3: funny thing is like, if this were true, God's approval ratings are, like, in the single digits. Yeah, God's approval ratings They're in suck. the fucking toilet. God's going to get fucking booted out in the next year or two. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. He's going to be like, oh, I should have put down more of those little signs in the road, like, by the, you know, the ones by the road, the little
1: road signs. I should have spo- supported Obamacare. What was I <laughs> thinking?
3: And I love, too, this idea of American exceptionalism that, like, that we're somehow a protected nation you know that like oh yeah america's been like we're the favored nation of god we're the we're like god yeah. loves us so much i mean he loves us so much that i mean he loves he loves norway a lot more though but he loves us a lot like god i mean america who do, and i mean but i mean really sweden he's really fond of sweden and australia and new zealand
1: and canada but i mean america all the yeah, other places america. all the other places right. except for russia
3: i mean it's just it's a cra- like what what are we winning at? Like we're winning well, and,
1: at, we and, have more bombs. And I think you said it before, where it's just like, what was he waiting around all those millennia until America was created, so then he could finally like be like, oh, finally a party I can endorse. And wouldn't it be the Jews? Like by yeah. your own book, <laughs> you would think. Wouldn't it be Israel? Like because that's your chosen people. That's
3: the highest concentration of your chosen people. Wouldn't you? But instead, like that country is constantly having fucking rockets shot at it. Like,
1: it's like always has rockets shot at it all the time. It's like the matzo ball party is who you should be, like, fucking endorsing. <laughs> the Hala bread party. I don't know. love
3: like. for the Hala bread party. What's up? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is from opposingviews.com. Fucking Pat Robertson. This is actually fucking just mean. Um, A mom who can't heal son's deafness is doing something wrong, claims Pat Robertson. Um, you know, usually Pat Robertson just says like crazy off the rail sort of, like, cuckoo shit that doesn't hurt anybody, really, except for just the idiots who are watching 700 Club. This fucking is the meanest thing. This is so fucking mean and cruel and cynical and spiteful. I fucking hate I watch this, and I'm like, I'm renewed with a hateful vigor. Um, uh, at Pat Robertson for this bullshit.
1: Yeah, and I think you got it right, too. When you you said something on on one of your Facebook posts, like, this guy's just not a harmless little fucking twat you know what I mean like everybody's always just like oh he's just a doddering old fuck no you know what he's kind of an asshole and the shit he's saying here is ridiculous when you know what is the mom doing wrong she's telling her son that he can fucking be healed right that's what she's doing wrong yep you know yeah you know how you can get healed from fucking being deaf get a fucking what do they call it a cochlear implant or whatever it is get one of those you know there's a way to heal deafness you don't have to fucking rebuke any spirits you know all you have to do is just go out and get a doctor when when I was in high
3: school, there was a girl uh, like tracked in a lot of the same classes I was in, um, and she was a very very nice girl. And she walked with two crutches, like the kind that grip your forearm. Um, I believe I believe she had cerebral palsy, but I could be mistaken. I I, I don't recall, but her legs didn't work properly, and she you know had right, a lot of right. she had a lot of things going on. Um, and her mom used to tell her that she would get better if she prayed harder. And she used to, she used to carry around a tremendous amount of guilt because her mom is trying her mom. And I know what her mom's doing, right? Like her mom is like trying to give her hope. Like, and that's what Pat Robertson, I think is like, these people are so fucking deluded. They don't understand. That's the only, that's the only way I can think about this. But what ends up happening is it's a fucking your fault. It didn't work because of you. You didn't do it hard enough, strong enough. You didn't believe enough. That's why you can't walk. Um, and this woman, this 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 girl, I mean, I'll fucking eat my hat if she walks normally again, like without major medical intervention. It's never going to be because she fucking prayed harder one day. She's never going to wake up and it's fucking Tuesday morning and she rolls out of bed and does fucking wind sprints because she prayed so well the night before. And this mom, this fucking mom of this fucking deaf child, to carry around the guilt, like, oh, my God, my son is deaf because I don't believe hard enough because I'm not able to rebuke the spirit of deafness? Fuck you, why don't you rebuke the spirit of fucking aging?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, Robertson, Robertson here is... You know, this is this is harmful sort of things to spread. This is a harmful thing to spread. You know, when he's talking about fucking whether or not you should, you know, bless your clothes cause you got it from the fucking thrift store and there might be demons in them and fucking zippers or whatever. It's like, okay, <laughs> right. yeah, ok. that's just fucking harmless bullshit. But this is this is saying that there's something. The, there's a cure for something that there isn't. This is just as bad as being like, "Well, fucking, don't vaccinate your kids." Sure, right? Like it's this. It's just as bad. It's, it's 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 bad misinformation. You know, we we get down on people all the time for for making medical claims that they that they don't have the. You know, if you can't make a medical claim if you're not a doctor, you know, or if it, your stuff isn't supported by science, like why isn't this guy like me? Like, oh well, he says he could cure deafness. Okay, well, fucking, let's see you cure deafness. Oh, you can't do it. Well then, you can't talk about it. Yeah, right. You can't talk about it. And I'll tell you what: the the minute you fucking on your infomercial that is fucking the seven hundred right. club. You know what I mean? You get fucking Kevin Trudeau then. Yeah. And and the minute you
3: lay hands on somebody and rebuke the spirit of deafness, now you're practicing medicine without a license. Enjoy prison. <laughs>
1: To start the email section, we're going to actually say thank you to Austin and Gregory. Thank you for your uh, generous donations. Your donations go a long way to make sure that the show continues on. Tom, this week, we had saved up enough money from uh, the last bit that we had done with Audible a while back and, and with enough donations. Tom bought a brand new... A microphone that's coming next week, so hopefully next time he's gonna be recording on a brand new microphone. I have a brand new mixer too, so we want to thank people for uh, for donating and uh, and also for the Audible money that we had initially too, uh, because that allowed us to get that stuff. So thank you for donating.
3: Yeah, I, re- I really appreciate it, and you'll appreciate it when you hear my farts in that kind of high def clarity.
1: I know it's gonna have that. You know, you're gonna think they're right there. <laughs> We got an email from Patrick. He says, hey, guys, while listening to the while it makes sense that fisting is not common in, a, in Islamic countries, I hear there's a popular new act called wristing. <laughs> 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 also, there's a, ma- a market for prosthetic vibrators that need to be exploited. I think that's great. That's, that's very awesome. funny. We got an interesting email from Matt about Saudi Arabia, Tom. Yeah, he said, after years,
3: yes, years of listening to your delightful news stories, I actually did something. I have formally written to my member of parliament and asked him to address parliament on my behalf and ask that Australia withdraw its ambassador from Saudi Arabia until they stop punishing victims of rape. I ask that all of your listeners do the same in their countries. Um, Yeah, fuck yeah. I think that's a great idea. Um, There's fucking no harm in trying. Nothing's going to come of it. But... There is no harm in trying, and voices need to be heard. So, yeah. um, you know, Saudi Arabia gets away with a lot because we need their resources. We need their oil. That's it. That's the only reason. They're a fucking valueless country otherwise. Um, and <clears throat> it would be wonderful if more voices were raised in protest.
1: We got an email from uh, from WMX, and WMX sent us two images of him in uh, Australia and uh and it's great. These are great. It's him wearing his glory hole shirt, bravo. Giant cock on the right hand side of his chest, sticking straight up. Not his, the glory hole cock is what I'm saying. And uh and he's standing right in front of the opera house there. So we're gonna post a picture with this episode. So if you want to see it, you'll have to go to this episode 123 at dissonancepod.com. You could take a look at him and all his glory hole glory. I love that something, Cecil, that we have done this little
3: show has caused somebody to wear a dick on their chest in Australia. (laughs) You know, like I know that I have reached a pinnacle of my intellectual, personal and professional achievement. When there is a man standing next to the Sydney opera house with a cock pointed at his head on a shirt representing something
1: we've done. We got an email from Kevin and he says, uh, hater. Uh, read this in a Canuck, Canuck accent, eh? You, aw- <laughs> <laughs> you did the Aussies justice, didn't you? I'm not going to read it the no, whole way. No, that's anyway. not something that can it be says, done. It, but... No, that's, that, people don't talk like that for real. He says, while well, listening to your news podcast, you got me thinking about the whole Jew-Jewish thing, and it works completely black- backward for the rest of the world. Calling something ish is usually saying, uh, saying technically it is, but really trying hard not to be. He's smart. He's smart-ish. He's funny, he's funny-ish. He's homophobic. He's homophobic-ish. <laughs> I love that he's like, but you can't you can't say someone is Jewish-ish. You need to say that they're Joe Lieberman. <laughs> oh that's awesome. Thank you for your email Kevin. That's very funny. So, there was a problem with the latest episode of uh, our last 122, and Eric had asked us, and another person had posted two on our website, and Tom, I found out just before we started recording, had problems with the episode, <laughs> too. Uh, the problem is, is that GarageBand updated their software, and so when the GarageBand updated their software, I downloaded the new software. The new software only exports to an Apple-only file, and uh, and I had to change that file into an MP3, so universal format, so instead of just keeping it as an Apple-only file that only apple devices can play i turned it into a more universal format the mp3 well i used a conversion program that i guess didn't like the m4a and did all kinds of screwy shit with the data so like i was saying it was four hours long and it was like weird and like some people didn't get the half an hour or the last bit or whatever So uh, this week I'm going to try to use iTunes to actually do the encoding. So we'll see if that works better. Supposedly it's supposed to work better, but they took away, like turn it into an MP3. I don't even know why they did that. Like sometimes Apple creates fucking software. That's so stupid. You're just like, you just took a giant regressive step back. I don't even know why you did that.
3: And while Cecil is working out those bugs, I'll be eating more of my son's candy. We
1: got an email from uh, from Mason. He says, hey, guys, I would gladly join up for you for your point and laugh Kevin Trudeau trip. I'm sure there's other Chicago people in the area who would love it, too. Shit, you could probably make it a fundraising event. Uh, we can we can have a bake sale. Bake him a cake with a file in it, and then, you know, <laughs> not give it to him because it's more than 500 calories. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's pretty great. We got an email from Dawn, Tom, talking about uh, the last week's
3: story. I laughed out loud. Glory hole, gentlemen. I, too, was stunned as to how marking out the Girl Scout symbols and references on the cookie boxes might help. Then I discussed it with my mother, who made it all make sense. See, you forget that it's not just called a marker. It's a magic marker. The preacher is just taking the name of the device literally. I hope this clears things up. Uh, It did. That was awesome. And actually
1: shockingly plausible. This is a great email. This one made me laugh too out loud. This is from—I'm uh, not going to say his name yet—but he says, "Hi guys, love, I love your show. But after hearing uh, your last show, I have to be critical here and support Patterson. I love that he calls him <laughs> Patterson. Patterson. Pat Robertson is Patterson now. It's like it's like when Pat marries Robertson. It's like J Lo marrying right. like whatever it was when they would say like." whatever, Benifer was that it? When they take the two names and yeah, put and they, them together, it was like Ben Affleck or whatever, they put the names together. them together
3: into something yeah. asinine,
1: yeah. So it's like, so it's Patterson. He it says, I'm living in Netherlands, Amsterdam. Uh, for your information, that's in Europe. He says, of course we chop heads off all day, and hands, but mostly heads. And he says, why? Because we are atheists, and thus are stoned all day long. And no, we do not use gu- guillotines anymore. We stick their heads out of the window <laughs> of our windmills, which is where all we all live. And this makes, now I understand the use of the windmill. I totally did I not that. understand. And he says, secondly, clinkers do exist and they're very real. It's a clinker uh, with a K, not a C, you idiots. Uh, it's a Dutch word for cobblestones. Patterson, again, he says his name's Patterson, was clearly referring to kidney stones, which can be annoying and very painful. He says, so next time you decide to to bash Patterson, please do some research. And then he says, he says his name and he says, if you decide to read my email, I think I'll piss myself hearing you guys try to read my name. Now I'm going to say your name is Cohen. Cohen is a name of a a couple famous uh, filmmakers here. So Cohen is, that's how they say that. Now the rest of it, I'm not even gonna try to say the rest of it. No, no. It's Cohen Bruhaha. That's what it is. (laughs) Cohen de (laughs) Bruhaha. I don't know the rest of it. Now, the re- maybe that's what he wanted me to pronounce, because he's like, oh, fucking Cohen's easy. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's pronounce the... pronounce fucking Mike or
3: something. Because like, there's
1: a J and an N at the end of his, na- his, la- his last name. It's like a fucking J and an N. Yeah. Just fucking put a vol in there. Cohen... <laughs> it's like coughing. It's right. like the last name is a cough. It's like Cohen... De- <coughs> that's because the whole language is just a series of grunts and clicks. Yeah. <laughs> And siren sounds. They're just like...
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so next week, next fucking week, we expect to have on Peter And We uh, we definitely hammered down the time now, for sure, one million percent. So we know we're going to be talking to him next week. And I will have hopefully read his book by then. it's sitting there at page, like, six. <laughs> and I know I can finish between <laughs> now and I know... I can finish between now and then, um, but we're hopefully we're hopefully going to have Peter on next week, and then we're going to talk again. We're going to try to talk to uh, to DJ and see if we can get him on again, and uh, and then I mean I don't even know at this point if we fucking yeah. <laughs> Carl Sagan <laughs> expect him on for the Christmas show. We, it's going to be great. at this
3: point. Was seriously, we'd, we'd it'd be easier to get Hulk Hogan on the show. <laughs> it'd
1: be easier to get Macho Man <laughs> who's dead. Oh yeah, he's dead. He's, be easier to get the Kool Aid, man. How's he gonna snap into a Slim Jim? He's <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs> That's how. That's why right, he's well, dead. Too many Slim Yeah, Too many goddamn Slim Jims. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, we're gonna leave you as always with the Skeptics Creed.
3: Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. The sun was in his eyes
1: up on the crucifix? I don't know if you see, but it's an angel's cap. Is it? No, I don't know. I'm just saying. (laughs) For a minute, I was like, wait, that sounds like that's something. It could be. It could be an LA Angels cap. Oh. No, it's got a cross. I thought him. it I did. Just like, I thought it did. What he needs to be doing is like standing at a grill with a beer in his hand, telling his next door neighbor something that's making his next door neighbor really uncomfortable. Yeah, then he could that's be my next door neighbor. Is. Right. It's that that's Because that's that's what this guy is, is a guy who says stuff that he probably shouldn't be talking about that makes you feel really goddamn uncomfortable and you can't be mean to him because he's like your next door neighbor.
3: That is fucking pers- Or you just hired him to like... Put in a thing in your house?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he's fixing your washer. Uh, and you're just like, and he's like, yep, them gays. And you're just like, yeah, dude, can you just fix the washer? Oh <laughs> like, I really didn't. I didn't hire you because you're fucking, you know, going to give me a fucking uh, a speech on whether or not homosexuality is a good call. I also don't care about your ideas on economics. Just fix the fucking washer. Oh, my God. Does that happen to you, like, fucking all? It does, you, all the time. You know,
3: one of the problems with being, like, A reasonably friendly white male is that fucking shithead bigot white males always think that you're on their side. Because you're like, you're just trying to make conversation. You're like, yeah, but like I don't make conversation about sports, right? I can't do that. So I'll usually let the person lead the conversation, maybe just ask a couple of questions. And people have fucking said like the craziest shit, like the fucking most outrageously like racist. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm left, and I have no idea how to handle that situation, because inevitably, like they're like installing something or like
1: yeah sure they have like they're doing something like I had a guy who was fucking I had a squirrel get in my house one and I fucking sure is fucking getting the squirrel out I don't even know what the fuck to do I can't find it it's in my fucking basement I don't know what to do I'm just like there's a fucking animal down there and my cats are freaking that. out and I'm just like okay so I call a dude I'm just like dude come get squirrel he's like sure it'll be like 150 bones and I'm like sure come on down and he's telling me the craziest shit and then he gets the squirrel and he like stomps it. i'm thinking he's gonna <laughs> let it outside dude like kills the damn thing like steps on it and chokes it to death, kills it and then he comes upstairs and he like my wife's like is it dead and he like waves it in her face <laughs> i'm just like get out of my house <laughs> it's like as soon
3: as they see that you're also <laughs> like- a white male they're like ah. Oh. Finally, and then like they take out their yeah, fucking he's from clan my tribe.
1: I get, I get to say, "Oh, it's a crazy." He was talking about like, like how he hated black people and I'm just Like, get <laughs> out of my house! You weird me out. Dude. Just catch the squirrel. Oh god, I almost, I almost invited the squirrel to dinner instead of having the guy. I would be like, you know what? Get out of my house. Just leave. I'd rather have a squirrel here for in perpetuity.
3: Have a squirrel in my house. I was gonna buy a while back, a couple of years back. I was gonna buy like a little twenty-two pistol to go plinking with, um, and I, I have, like I prefer to buy things from like a mom and pop if I can, and I, near my work when I worked uh, up in Oakbrook. Oh, this is gonna be good near my work. <laughs> um, there was, like, a place that had, like, some mom-and-pop gun shop. But I got out of work, and I was like, oh, I've got a few minutes. I'm going to stop in. If they have, I wanted a Ruger, like, a little 22 pistol. I'm like, oh, I want to take a look and see if they have it. And maybe I'll pick it up. Like, you know, maybe I'll just pick it up from this dude. Cause I'd, it's better than buying it from, like, big corporate Gander store, right? Something. You know? Yeah. And I walked Walmart in. Like, I'm looking at this thing, and this guy fucking goes on this rant about the neighborhood and the niggers and the fucking spicks and the niggers. Na- and I'm like... What the fuck is happening? Like, I'm like, and I'm surrounded by guns at the time, and I'm just armed, and I'm like, this I can't. Like, my palms start sweating like crazy, and I'm like, like I'm never, like I wouldn't buy in anything. Like the fucking zombies could be knocking on the door, right? Like they could be, and I'm like, I gotta go right now. I faked a phone call. I have no idea what to do, like. I was like, oh, I got a phone call. My phone wasn't ringing at all. It was like it was like the most yeah. obvious. Like, hang on, look, <laughs> hang on. I could have pulled out be like. Awesome,
1: my- you answer your hand. <laughs> yeah, you like, just put like-
3: your <laughs> wallet on your ear or like your shoe. Like fucking get smart. And he was this fucking old dude. He, like, and he was super nice when I first walked in the store. And he's just like, well, you know, the neighborhood's not what it used to be since all the fucking you know niggers came to town or like whatever. I can't even do that. Like whatever he said. Like and And I was just <laughs> aghast. I was fucking appalled, and I'm like, we are not alike like just because yeah. I don't tan
1: well. We are not yeah. fucking alike, dude. Oh God, man. that happens way too way too often. One time I was had one time Sarah and I were out, and we were like, uh, we used to live in a in a gay part of town in a town part of town that was like openly homosexual. like most of the people in that town in that area of the city were most like openly homosexual. And I remember we went to watch the fireworks one year and we were like out on this like little peninsula and there's like dozens of couples. I mean, like dozens. It had to, be, I mean, there was, you know, blankets and people sitting out and you're in the middle of Chicago. So there's like, you know, this is a city full of millions of people. So everybody's out trying to watch the fireworks and there's, you know, blankets just dotting the landscape, you know? And there's a like a, a bunch of people just sitting around. And I remember there was like this group of sort of young like dipshits that were sitting by us and there's a Sarah and I are sitting there and across the way is like this gay couple and they have like wine and they're sitting there talking and you know two guys and they're just and, and this one guy's like oh look at them they got wine and cheese the gays or whatever and I'm just thinking like dude you know where you're at right. Do you do you even understand? Like, yo your, your idiocy just came into this area of sh- you're in the wrong area. You're in the minority here, dummy. And, and it's unbelievable because it's like they
3: have no like they just assume, like there's just like this assumption that like that everybody is secretly has a fucking clan hood in their back pocket. <laughs> and and they're gonna be the first one to take it out and be like, oh, right. Yeah. And then there's gonna be the slow clap, like the Right, yeah. Yay.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yay. I fucking hate I have no idea how to deal with that shit either. I don't either. I have no I mean, We're going
1: to get email where they're just like, you should tell them to go fuck themselves and punch them in the throat or yeah, whatever. whatever. Live like, in the real yeah,
3: world. That's not a thing. Nobody does that. No. Everybody, <laughs> does, what do. like, everybody nobody, does what we do. Like,
1: everybody does what we do. Like, everybody's just like, I am uncomfortable and not going to be either here. that. Either that or they're just not honest. Right. Right. They, they, yeah, sure. You've confronted all these people before. No, you haven't. Right. No, you've never done right. that.